Welcome to a new episode of Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid Ahmed. Hey guys, in this episode, I'll be talking about the types of bees that we have available in this world. Um, not bees of all sorts, but honeybees specifically. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Hacks and Hobbies. So today we're going to talk about types of bees, but to get there we want to understand the different castes of bees. There's only two castes, a queen bee and a worker bee. And a drone is not really a cast because queen bee can lay an, uh, lay an egg and worker bees can also lay eggs, but all the eggs that the worker bees lay are unfertilized. Whereas all of the eggs that a queen bee lays can either be fertilized or unfertilized. And the queen bee decides if she wants if she wants a drone or a worker bee, and she'll decide and, and lay accordingly the eggs. So there's only two casts. A queen bee will, when it emerges, a virgin queen bee will mate with anywhere from 15 to 20 drones. And once she's mated, she's now the queen and she has up to six million eggs in her body and she lives anywhere from two to seven years and she will lay these eggs over the time of her life now the worker bees that that are born from this queen bee are called half sisters because they they're either from one drone or another drone their their origin so that those are that's the cast of the bees only two casts, queen bees and worker bees. Next up, let's check out the different series, species of the bees. So what are the bee species and the races? So there's a few honeybee races and subspecies. And these are as follows. We have Italian bees. Now Italian bees are some of the most common ones. And there's the Carniolan bees. And they're said to be from Yugoslavia. I'll verify that for you. Then we have Russian bees, which are the hardiest of them all, efficient, um, maybe a little bit aggressive, I don't know. Uh, there, then there's selectively bred strains of bees. These are essentially, they've mated several different types of brain, uh, bees to come up with this selectively bred bees, which have qualities of one bees and um, they take out the, they add qualities from the different bees together and uh, remove any Thing that might be wrong with them. 
Then, of course, there's the African honeybees. There are several different species of African honeybees that are in Africa, but we are interested in only, only the one African honeybees that are found in the U.S. and in the, in the northern U.S. as well as the southern U.S. So those are the different um, honeybee races. Let's take a look at the Italian bees. Italian bees. So what's, how do you differentiate between the different races of bees? Italian bees are yellow in coloring and they have the black and yellow uh, abdomens. And they are the most common race found in apiaries. They're hardy workers. Uh, they create really good honey. They're really good honey producers. Uh, and, and, and why they're the most common ones. And another plus point is that they're not very defensive. Like you can work with a Italian bee, no problem. They're like, hey, no problem. You know, they're not defensive. They're like, I work for you, no problem. I don't even know if that's the correct accent for Ital Italian. So please forgive me on that one. Um, another plus point is that they are not, they are not, um, they don't have the instinct to swarm. They will continue to live in a box and build additional areas to store honey and they won't, they won't run away. They're very forgiving in that matter. They use very minimum propolis. Propolis, uh, if you don't know, is plant-based glue that uh, honeybees gather from the surrounding. The forages will go get propolis, bring it back and use it as glue to seal up any openings because um, they like to run a very tight ship. They do, although, have a high tendency to rob other beehives. So, and for that, beekeepers and, uh, and apiarists will put a little robbing screen on the entrance of a beehive. So the bee has to work a little extra hard to get inside. And, and, at, and at that point, if that bee does not belong in that hive, it will be caught by the guard bees. And they have a very heavy use of stores so they can raise the brood. And as soon as a brood is born, a little bee is born, they need uh, nectar to feed on and as well as uh, um, pollen, pollen or bee bread. And uh, so Italian bees create a ton of stores to store of this, to save this stuff and get it out there or not get it out there, basically keep it so it's readily available for the new brood. Let's take a look at Carniolan bees and where they come from.
Stacaniolinbees. Stacaniolinbees are super gentle. They come from. They're they're also called carnies. They come from uh, Yugoslavia, or sorry, Slovenia. I think Yugoslavia and Slovenia used to be the same country. Anyways, the carnelians come from that region, and uh, you can also find them in the Austrian Alps. They, since they live in that kind of weather and that, that kind of um, environment, they are excellent at wintering and overwintering. So they, they survive the winter. They'll do the cluster action and um, go through winter. And while they're wintering, they, they they can actually go through up to 90 pounds of honey, since they they essentially store the honey so they can go through winters. It's really cool. Um, they use less propolis, just like the Italians, and they have a rapid spring buildup, so they can quickly build up their colony colonies and get moving on. But unlike the Italian bees, they are not inclined to robbing others, other bees or other hives, etc. Um, they do tend to swarm more because of their rapid buildup. Now, Italian bees don't build up as rapidly as the Carniolans, and that is one of the reasons that they are, they are inclined to swarm. And again, even though they have a huge number of bees as they do the rapid buildup, they're not as productive as the Italian bees in collecting honey and in collecting um, or building up stores. So things, the pluses are, you know, they, they're gentle and excellent wintering and don't, I don't rob but then they're not as productive and don't store as much honey. So that's carniolan bees. Let's take a look at the Russian bees. Russian bees. So similar to the carniolans, Russian bees also have a very rapid buildup. Unlike other bees, they have a very low food consumption. They don't eat as much, so they're hardier bees. Not sure what it is about that. Now they are similar to the Carniolans. They're not inclined to rob, and they're somewhat Varroa resistant. What is Varroa? Well, Varroa is, is a type of mite uh, which affects bees and larvae and, and pupas, and it'll stick to the bodies of the bees and it'll um, eat into basically it'll it feeds on bees and um, you can eventually they you can eventually lose your entire hive to varroa mites so uh, Russian bees are resistant to that and, and that's one of the reasons a lot of people get uh, Russian bees um, they can since they uh, build up rapidly, they 
have a good level of understanding on how to re, how to um, adjust to the needs of the newly born brood and and they usually do better in closed Russian population meaning that you if you have Russian bees you want to stick with Russian bees you don't want other bees around them there's something specific about their thing um, Russian bees that I don't know so myself I have Italian bees I believe because I have not, I keep thinking that I'm gonna have new bees popping out but I still think I still have the same population that I started with so I need to um, check again this weekend it's been a month since I initially got the bees so I don't know what's going on um, so Russian bees can be difficult to requeen with other type of bees meaning they will only requeen with another Russian bee so another thing to keep in mind that if you have Russian bees make sure you get a Russian queen otherwise um, you won't be able to requeen your honeybees that's Russian bees let's take a look at the subspecies of other bees now let's take a look at the strains of bees that are selectively bred what does that mean well scientists and the researchers are taking the three main bees that we know of um, and they're combining them and combining their DNA and testing and, and raising queens and to see if they can create a bee that is has the goods from all the other bees and um, you know take the bads out so this is what we have so far they have the Minnesota Hygien Hygienic which is an Italian base bees they are disease sensitive um, and um, they are proactive at removing brood that might be infected or diseased. Then there's the yard run based BSH. They are Varroa mite sensitive and they also have the proactive brood removal uh, capabilities or, or sensitivities. Again, these, these, these are some new terminologies that I can't speak too deeply about. And then there's a new world carniolan and um, so what are these they are based on the carniolan uh, they are varroa tolerant and are in transit transition to remove actively remove uh, the brood the affected brood um, traits so these are like three different uh, selectively, selectively bred strains of bees. It's really interesting to know more about them, but uh, this is just a summary. To go into more detail, we can do it on a different podcast. Now let's take a look at the K2 
killer bees known as the African bees and um, see what they're all about. African bees. Now these bees, African honeybees, are also known as killer bees because they are quite aggressive. So here's some of the pointers on African bees. They need less light to fly, so they leave early out of the hive and they come back late. Um, they are good honey producers and they raise brood over a priority over stores, meaning they, they will raise more brood than uh, keeping stores of honey and whatnot. They are very picky, so they have a direct entry into the hive, or of any hives. Uh, they do abandon combs, so if you, if you were to handle their combs, they will abandon that comb and will not come back. They're extremely sensitive to vibration, so if you shake around the hive, they will come out and attack. Um, they have a lot more defenders and these bees will follow a beekeeper much, much farther away than other bees when they're defending. Most bees will follow about 30 feet max if you're running away from them. African bees follow you a lot, a lot farther. I'm not 100% sure. So the African honeybees moved into the into the United States in the 90s. They were introduced uh, in 1957 um, down in south southern South America in Brazil, and they they over time they migrated up to United States. They were first found in the in Texas in 1990s. Uh, but now they are found in much of the South in the United States. So they're all over Texas, Southern California, Arizona, um, New Mexico, even as far as up to Georgia. And um, the most recently reported in 2010 that there are some African honeybees in this habitat so anytime you're looking to start a colony you want to start local don't get them from georgia thank you so much for listening uh to this podcast where we talked about the different species of honeybees um different subspecies of honeybees because honeybees are species of a bee and the subspecies are the Italian, Carniolan, Russians, Africans, uh, some different strains of the bees. And in the beginning we talked about the cast, we talked about the different bees, so if you have any questions about any of these types of bees, please feel free to send a message, um, ask a question, you can tweet us. Uh, over at Super Genate 
on Twitter uh, or check out um, our webpage myhumblebees.com. Still working on setting all of that up. Uh, in the next episode, we will talk about the anatomy of a bee and the different organs and, and the different parts of a bee and what each part and then their life cycle of bees and, and the different life cycle they go through, etc. So, thanks for listening. Till next time, this is Hacks and Hobbies. <laughs>